0: Hello and welcome to Packers POV, a podcast that aims to shine a light on the human behind the helmet. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers, and we are here at historic Lambeau Field. This is a legendary guest, an All-American tight end at UCLA and a newly inducted UCLA Hall of Famer, a first round pick by the Jaguars in the 2006 NFL draft turned Packer who on Sunday recorded his 200th career regular season start and his most receiving yards in a Green Bay uniform, team captain Mercedes Lewis. How's it going, Mercedes? Just hanging out,
1: man. It's my day off. So I normally uh, come in here and get after my routine that I've had for 12 or 13 years now. It consists of my lower body lift that I like to get out the way earlier in the week because I normally try to go as heavy as I can. Uh, And then after that, I run a couple of miles, a little bit of sauna, hot tub, stretch mobility, and then I end in the cold tub. So a nice full day of recovery for me.
0: And you had a chance before the Bears game to get a bye week, and Did you get back to Southern California?
1: Yeah, man. I, I mean, that's that's home. So, you know, whenever I can get a shot uh, to be with the family, uh, try to get back to do that.
0: And if we start in California, Long Beach Poly, Jack Rabbits, who are also green and gold and a football team that was ranked number one in the country when you were there back in 2001. Yeah, I mean, that was,
1: um, and I'll take it a step further. Uh, I started playing football when I was eight years old, and uh, I played for Long Beach Poly, pop Warner teams all the way up. From eight to 13, I was playing for Long Beach Poly. And then obviously when it's time for me to go to high school, I was already in the pipeline to do that. So um, a lot of tradition there, uh, a lot of familiarity there, and uh, just a blessing to be able to do that. And like you said, green and gold has been in my blood for a while.
0: Yeah, definitely has. And starting in Pop Warner on the same field you ended up playing high school football at is a little bit wild. And then you also were very talented on the basketball court and ended up getting offered by UCLA to go ahead and play football. And then later they asked you to play basketball as well.
1: Yeah, so that story is kind of funny. So my first scholarship offer was from USC, and that was my sophomore year in high school. And I got offered my junior year uh, by UCLA to play football. You know, UCLA was the spot that I wanted to be at since I was like seven, eight years old. You know, it was my mom's favorite team when I was coming up, and it was just a no-brainer for me. And, um, you know, I started playing basketball when I was 13 years old, and, you know, it was something that came pretty natural to me. And with a lot of work, I just I got... Really good, really fast. And, uh, you know, my football career and my basketball career took off in a parallel line. Went to UCLA to play both for a couple of years. And, you know, I ended up stopped playing basketball after my sophomore year and uh, just focused on football. And uh, here I am.
0: I'm glad you mentioned your mom because she was really a proponent for you getting into football as an eight-year-old and even volunteered on the Pop Warner team to get this whole thing started and then really allowed you to become someone that made their own decision. All your buddies in high school ended up going to USC. Mm -hmm. You were the one that chose UCLA on your own. Yeah,
1: so she was like the team mom, always at every one of my games. I remember helping her make sandwiches and, like, packing, like, fruit and snacks and stuff for my teammates growing up. But, you know, she's always been that way she had me. She's 15 years old, taught me the importance of
0: integrity and how to be a leader and always lead from the front. You've hosted a youth football camp with her really since... 2009. Mm -hmm. And I want to take you to the third annual camp because there's a YouTube video of you talking to kids at Poly and you're looking up into the stands and suddenly the very poetic Mercedes Lewis just stops talking. And suddenly I see your mom jump right into the frame and she's at your side. And it really, to me, tells the story of who she is to you and who you guys are together.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was, um, that moment was kind of a nostalgic moment for me, obviously, playing football there since I was eight, and now I'm hosting uh, a free youth football camp at uh, the high school that I played for and the community that I grew up in, uh, giving back in a way that uh, I never got to experience coming up as a kid. So I think in that moment, everything just hit me all at once and uh, I just got emotional in that moment and uh, I just think my mom being my mom she understood it and uh, she was right there just like she's always have been and yeah man that's a moment that I'll never forget and I think that's a moment that like I'll always continue chasing right is just trying to be the best at whatever it is that I'm doing and and make sure that I'm a positive light for those that uh, come in contact with me every day and those that don't get to uh, meet me every day it's all about just being a good human being and um That's something that I pride myself on.
0: You've been that with your own immediate family. You're the oldest sibling with two brothers, Ashley and Cody. And your little sister, Nikki, is actually a college athlete, too. (laughs) But she went to arch rival USC.
1: Yeah, man. So Nikki, she's the youngest. That's my baby. Uh, She's the closest to me as far as uh, the gift of gab, athletic. She's 5'11", played volleyball. Crazy vertical. Like she's she's different. You know what I mean? Like she, she's literally like the female version of me that's younger, you know? And uh so we're we're super close. Uh, but making that decision, UCLA had only offered her half. SC, you know, came with it. And I told her, I said, hey, if they're gonna give you a full scholarship, like go take that full ride and, and handle your business, get your education and ball out. And I think to this day, she takes it more serious than I do. Like that's her, that's her claim to fame, is being able to talk crap to me. So it's been fun.
0: Well, you have been a big brother to her. You're a dad to London. And you guys have a really, really special bond.
1: Yeah, London is uh, my mini-me. And, um, you know, right now she lives in the Bay with her mom. You know, but I see her as much as I can. She's getting tall and 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 beautiful and intelligent. And, you know, she leans on Nikki as well. You know what I mean? She leans on my sister for tips and confidence and stuff like that. So it's been, uh, it's definitely been a journey. And I, I look forward to the years to come for sure.
0: She's now 11. Is that right? Yeah. And you said that every time you see her, it's a turn up.
1: Yeah. You know how it is, man. Like you see your kids or whatever it is. Like that's me. That's, that's, that's my little girl. And then she has my whole face, uh, my body structure. Like it's, it's weird. You know what I mean? But um, she loves to paint. So we'll we'll go to like color me mine and she'll paint. Um, She's a girly girl, uh, but she's also competitive. You know, whether it's soccer, loving to dance, art, whatever it is, like she she just loves to compete at it. And uh, she got that out of it. So, you know, definitely special. And what um, one of the greatest things that ever happened to me.
0: And your talents are not exclusive to football as well. You've done MMA for nearly a decade after being recruited by Chuck Liddell at the Pro Bowl back in 2011. <laughs> now you're training with John Lewis and you've said the biggest benefit has been mentally.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when I first started MMA in 2011, it was more for the cardio, right? It was just, you know, it's just something new. Like I'm not really uh, learning anything technically per se in a way that I can like put things together and be this like complete MMA fighter. Like I have a day job. So that wasn't it at the beginning. Right. so it's more about the cardio. And then, you know, as time went by and I started to stack days You know, I went from like being super tired and ready to run out of that gym when I was done to learning how to breathe and being a situational fighter, right? And learning what it takes to like get ready for a full fight I mean, and now if I didn't play football for a time, like and just solely focused on MMA, I, I feel like I'd be really good at it. Not just from the athletic standpoint, but just mentally, you know, both guys are in that cage. And when that cage locks, it's either him or you, you know, who's it going to be? And, you know, I like to take that mindset of, you know, it's not going to be me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about the cardio for me anymore. Like, I'm actually being able to put combinations together and being able to roll and do jujitsu and Muay Thai and practice my wrestling. It's something that I'll continue to do for the rest of
0: my life when I'm not playing ball to keep me in my optimal shape. But yeah. One more skill of yours, in addition to MMA boxing, I understand you're a beatboxer. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, not, not a professional, but I, but I know how, you know what I mean? Like, obviously I'm i I'm a big hip hop fan. Uh, one of my best friends is uh, Justin Timberlake. one of his main producers, Robin Knox. So I'm around it. I'm in a studio all the time, love music. Always have. Uh, my mom used to play music when she would clean up, color me bad. I want to sex you up. Uh, Mary J Blige, uh, shy, uh, silk Jodeci, all the old school R and I mean, I, I got that down to a science.
0: Now, what is something else that fans may not know about Mercedes Lewis?
1: One thing that fans wouldn't know is that I love animals. When I was in Jacksonville, I donated to the Humane Society to to keep it upright. From the time I was three or four years old and and my mom took me to the mall with her as a kid and I ran out of the mall and went to the pet store and that's where they found me at. You know what I mean? Like it is, I love animals, Uh, I'm a dog guy. Uh, I had an English Mastiff for eight years before he passed away. He got up to about 215 pounds. He was about six feet standing up on his hind legs. yeah, man. I, I love animals. So
0: if I'm correct, the Humane Society in Florida actually burned down and right. you were not only contributing to it before, you also helped raise it back up.
1: Exactly. Absolutely. And, and that was something that, you know, I took a lot of pride in and I was honored to be a part of it. I was there when they broke ground. And yeah, I mean, that's just all a part of my journey and um, definitely fitting for how I feel about animals. And fitting with a nickname like Big Dog now, full circle. Yeah, man, I, I, you know, spending 12 years in Jacksonville and then being able to come to Green Bay and uh, be accepted and uh, appreciate it. Uh, it's definitely, a, you know, a feeling that, you know, I didn't feel before I got here. And I'm just blessed to uh, be a part of a culture and a fan base that respects the way I play the game and appreciates how I go about my business. And, um, you know, it's just a blessing, man. What, what can you say?
0: For kids in Long Beach, that may be hoping to be where you are one day, what advice would you share with them? Listen twice as
1: much as you talk. Always give your personal best at whatever it is that you're gonna be doing in that day. Live like you're in a one-day contract because you can't get it back. You don't know know, if you're gonna have tomorrow. Tomorrow's never promised. So be your very best in that day. And be open to learning new things and ignore the naysayers. Go for uh, what you want to go for and never limit yourself. And I think that's it. You follow those principles. I I think, you know, you have a good shot at your world being in order.
0: That's a beautiful note to close on, Mercedes. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Appreciate it, boss. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to Packers POV. To learn more about Mercedes' efforts off the field, visit MercedesLewisFoundation.org.